0: Welcome, everyone, to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan Podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show built with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James,
1: episode seven inside Japan podcast coming at you new, new intro guys. So please, what do you think of the new intro? Um, I think maybe I want to have some music here, but so I probably want to change that for next week, but there you go. This is the new intro is out, gone, finished. Let me know what you think of that this week. Awesome interview with someone that, uh, got into the ground floor with the company that everyone knows if you want to work in Japan, at least in the teaching world, Interact, so I can't wait to get. I, I was, I'm really excited about this one for sure to share it with you. Uh, Beautiful programming news um, on July the first. That's July the first in Japan time, uh, June June thirtieth in America time. Uh, there will be a. I'm going to put on a Jet webinar with. uh You know, current Jets are going to be my guests, and they're going to be helping you. Uh, the title is going to be something like, you know, every situation is different, but here's a few things you could do to. Take a bit of more control of your first little bit of time in Japan, or something, something like that. The, the title's not the, uh, uh, hammered down yet, but something like that. So again, that'll be on the th- uh, July first in the morning if you're in Japan. Uh, June thirtieth in the evening if you're in uh, Eastern Standard Time. So stay tuned for that. Of course, links will be in the show notes page, on the Facebook page, Twitter, everything like that. But stay tuned for that. Jet program webinar for anyone that uh, is about to go to Japan or is thinking about doing that in the future, we'll have some stuff for you. So there you go. But as back for this week, Brian from Link Japan Careers is what he's doing now. He's doing a lot of cool things at that company now. And uh, before he got to that position he has now, he worked with Interact. And he got in on the ground floor as in... When they decided to have ALTs, he was in that room. Um, so yeah, I, I, maybe I'm the only person excited by that. But I was definitely excited to learn about the details as much as I could. Uh, the details about what that must have been like and the growth of Interact and what they thought, what they were thinking at that time. So I tried to get as much like, information as I could out of him. And he definitely had a, a cool path through Japan to his current uh, position as well. So yeah, without further ado, let's get to it. My interview with Brian of Link Japan Careers. Enjoy. All right, guys. Very special guest today. He, his name is Brian. He's working for Link Japan Careers, and we're going to get into all his long career in Japan. How are you doing today, Brian? Uh, good. Thanks, James. Yeah, thanks for coming on today, and uh, let's start with what you're doing right now. So what is your title in Japan right now professionally?
2: Uh, I'm a planner with the uh, uh, corporate planning and uh <clears throat> Uh, recruiting and training groups at uh, Link Japan Careers.
1: There you go. So that's a, a, obviously it sounds like a great job, but let's go back to the beginning first before we work our way back to that place. What did you do when you first got to Japan? What kind of got you interested in Japan? All that stuff about your beginning life in Japan.
2: Oh, well, I I had some uh, Japanese friends back home in the US and, uh, you know, I come to the end of uh, college. uh, What am I going to do? And uh, uh, the career center of my university recommended trying out for the jet program, and I got that. And uh, I uh, went to a beautiful Miyagi Prefecture uh, for three years. And I was at an agriculture high school, and had a great time up there.
1: You, you, obviously, jet's a great great place to work. A lot of people want to work there all the time. So, and you you made it sound easy, like you just got on jet. But that's usually a little bit more difficult.
2: I have no idea how I did it. Honestly. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, a lot of people overthink it, I think. Uh-huh. And, uh, I think that they're hiring for people with, with personality. And I went into the interview, not knowing what I was going to be asked. And the lady asked me, uh, why do you want to go to Japan? And I said, cause I want to eat tonkatsu. And she said, okay, I'm going to send you to go eat tonkatsu. And then I got the job.
1: <laughs> well, well, okay. Right? <laughs> that seems easy enough. Um, uh, yeah. So maybe, I don't know, what, what, can you tell us what year this was? Cause maybe, maybe it was 19, some...
2: 1995,
1: Okay, a little bit different time then, but uh, yeah, there you go. Show your personality and you get in the jet program.
2: I think that's what it is. Cause I have friends, I had friends that were, you know, academically, uh, more qualified and so on. And, uh, I, they didn't get in. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously a million theories and I think that's definitely one of them showing having a personality make the interview fun is, is yeah. important for sure. Uh, okay, so you have three years in beautiful Miyagi prefecture mm-hmm. and then you know at that time three years was the maximum I believe so then you and have to was, do something
2: else. So what did yeah. you do? Like? Oh, well, I came I joined Interact.
1: Mm, okay, so was this uh, you like being ALT so much you wanted to keep it rolling or you like Japan so much you wanted to keep it rolling? What kind of was the thinking there?
2: You know, I, I was married and I wanted to stay in Japan and uh, uh, needed a job. And uh, at that time, we didn't have ALTs at Interact, and so I joined as what they as an LC, as a language consultant. And uh, I spent a few years uh, teaching business classes.
1: Oh, cool! Was LC a fancy word for teacher, though? Yeah. Okay, cool. And that this was what this is before Interact has ALTs at all. So that's right. So you were just doing business classes, and then. You know, obviously, something switched to Interact. So, can you talk us through that process? How did it switch from being not no LTs to having LT?
2: That's our main thing now, right? Well, I mean, Interact. Uh, you know, after the Lehman Shock, uh, the basically the business of uh, teaching the uh, business clients, it uh, didn't completely fall out, but a lot of companies really se- severely cut back on their training budget, and. Uh, uh, the company had to you know, move into a new uh, area to, I think, to continue to survive. And uh, I really, I think that the, uh, the owner at the time, the founder of Interact, he uh, was a visionary. And he saw that uh, there was this uh, area in education that we could go into. And uh, he said, uh, you know, let's try and get 600 ALTs. And, uh, and we did that and uh then it just kept getting bigger
1: obviously that's a big i don't know if it's a risk it's a big question mark right because you know at that time there is no alts there's no dispatch companies yet right that's right yeah so this is an idea like okay we can there's a there's a there's a spot in the market here for us. Right. Um, now I don't know how close you were to that kind of situation, what they did there, but
2: well, I was in the room when the decision was made.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. So let's get us in that room. Uh, so what kind of was your strategy to, to get these 600 ALTs? Cause it's not as easy as just saying, let's get ALTs, right. You have to fight and make the BOEs choose you. Right. So what kind of was the, what was the strategy there?
2: You know, we'd had some, some ALTs of a kind of early type, uh, that had been in private high schools and, uh, and so on in a, some places in the country. And uh, they had this idea and they went ahead and did it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of it, you know, I'm involved at that point. I'm involved as a trainer. I'm, I'm, I'm in the training side and uh, uh, what they did in, in sales or other things, I wasn't really, let uh, to say a, a party to, mm-hmm. but uh, they went out and did it. And the recruiting side of it, you know, followed. And the training side of it again followed as well.
1: Wow. So, so you know, at this time, were you go? Did they go after schools that did not have ALTs at all? They, they or did they go after the jet places where jet was? It was. Uh,
2: I, I don't know. Mm. Honestly, I think that they went after uh, anyone that would talk to them. Probably, <laughs> okay. but uh, you know, that's the way sales uh, do things here in Japan. Uh, they just constantly, you know, they visit a lot of places and uh, wow. you know, pick up information. Uh, that's uh probably what they did
1: mm-hmm. I and I, I know you could probably I know it's maybe too deep a question but do you know what you kind of offered to make interact sound like a good thing did you offer more than maybe the schools got from the jet program or anything or just like this is what we do and if you you want to you want to have an alt this is why having an alt is good what are you kind of where what was your pitch you know
2: mm, i don't know that particularly that part mm-hmm. um i do know that there are certain things that are involved with uh Uh, funding and Mm -hmm. how funding works for uh, local authorities
1: Mm.
2: and how JET has a certain amount of funding, but there's a certain amount of funding which is allotted anyways. Uh, This is not a secret. Anyone could go and look up on how uh, local authorities uh, run their funds. Uh, but I think it was the thing that the local authorities, as I recall, the local authorities realized that they did—they were not limited to just Jet; mm-hmm. that they could use their funds to uh, contract other ALTs.
1: Yeah, and, and and that's obviously a lot of people do, and a lot of people continue to do that, and it's obviously exploded from there, right? I mean, now right, So, exactly right. so just to keep on your career track, what are you doing through this process? Are you still
2: being a teacher at this time? No, I was a trainer, and as we got bigger, I moved into curriculum. Okay. uh, A lot of different other projects.
1: After you get the 600 AOTs, is this kind of interact? Saying, "Okay, let's let's attack this harder," or was there?
2: Yeah, basically. uh, You know, at the same time, the economic recovery in Japan, as everyone knows, has been kind of stagnant. Um, So they expected that after the Lehman Shock, the economy would rebound, Mm -hmm. and that the business market would pick up. It didn't exactly work like that. And I think that they found that the ALT side uh, was growing uh, so fast that uh, they just went with it.
1: So now you're being a trainer, and that's a job that a lot of people, uh, you know, is to consider a step up for being a teacher. If you want to, you know, get mm. things better for your resume, uh, right. I, how did you find being a, a trainer? I know the schedule can be kind of schedule can be kind of tough, right?
2: Oh, I know. I, I love training, and uh, I uh, I had a great time training.
1: So I mean, there's no kind of, I know there's stories of like, you got to do the orientation stuff. You got to be mm. there late at night. You got to travel all the time. But that was still a right. case for you.
2: Well, I think at that time, the environment was much like a startup. And so everybody's basically in the same boat together. Um, you know, all of our successes, basically all of our success, uh, counting on every single person around me to do what they have to do. Uh, like they're counting on me. and. Uh, I, I never really felt like I was being uh you know treated uh in any way. I just felt like I was doing what I had to do.
1: I want to make sure we get clear that like you were really on the ground floor of Interact here when they when it when, oh, they, yeah. made the, when they made the jump to being like ALT dispatch. That's right. Side of
2: things. So that's that's right. Yeah, very much
1: so. Was this like a was it still a Japanese international company at this point or was it more like Japanese run?
2: It's it's been Japanese owned and run.
1: Okay, so this time, so you're in these meetings and stuff. Is your Japanese level getting up there? Obviously, at that time.
2: Yeah, I've, I, I have, I have an N two, but I think I have much higher than that.
1: Okay, yeah, okay, that's cool. So you did, that's something you really actively studied for at that time, or didn't
2: no? You just, okay. No, I just have some gift for languages. And <laughs> it just happened.
1: Okay, so yeah, pe- making people jealous out there. Well, okay. I'm sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> okay. You know, I'm totally, I, I'm totally awful at sports, and I can't catch a ball, but. You know, yeah. The universe evens out, I guess. Everybody gets the cards they're dealt, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, so the, the, obviously the ALT thing explodes. Now, as it seems, Interact is the number one share in the ALT world, right? Still is.
2: It's a large share, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, jet loses share all the time. I just had a show recently about, you know, what's wrong with the Jet program, kind of what's. The Jet program hasn't evolved in the last 30 years, but uh, the ALT position has. Would you agree with that, that the ALT position has really changed?
2: Well, I think it's going to become one that. Uh, has, uh, well, more of a focus on the ALT as an instructor, uh, at the front, you know? Yeah. Um, when I was on jet, you know, oh. it was a lot of, uh, listen and repeat and, uh, various things. And I think a lot of jets know that maybe they don't exactly teach the main instructor a lot. Um, whereas I think what's going to happen, uh, is that you know, a lot of teachers, are, a lot of ALTs are going to be more like the main instructor.
1: Yeah, that's definitely that been that trend for a while now that it's it's not just being, hey, here's the foreigner in the classroom. Right. Uh, you got to do stuff. Right. But was that some, you know, Interact also, when I was at Interact, they did have a lot of like, you know, resources and stuff like that um, to help the teachers, like with lesson plans and stuff. Uh, was this part of the strategy too? And you're, you're was it this come later after you kind of exploded?
2: Well, you know, I always wanted to give our teachers everything I didn't have in my three years in JET. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, I think that the things that we put together, uh, they're a good package uh, for the teachers. And uh, they're starting off at a level much higher than I started off at, of having, you know, the resources available to them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And Okay, so getting back to your career, you were training for a while. You said you went on to the curriculum side of things. Curriculum side, yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because all around Japan, different books are used at junior high school and stuff. So how did you kind of go about that? Did you kind of make a curriculum for each book or just for each like link lang- grammar point or whatever?
2: It just depends on the requirements of, uh, the board of education. And I worked a lot closely, very closely with different boards of education, what they wanted to do. Sometimes they didn't want to work with the book at all. And they wanted to create something original and new. And we would do that. And, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, they wanted to do, uh, things with the book and we'd make something for that. A lot of what I did was actually, uh, teacher training for Japanese teachers.
1: Then that's something that is that, that's still not as common a thing, right? Or is it more common these days?
2: Well, uh, there was a 10 year, uh, project, uh, to do training. And around the time of, uh, prime minister Koizumi, that's dating myself. Yeah. Uh, there was also a program for four years to uh, train all of the senior high school teachers, and that was a very big project for me. Uh, I probably trained about four thousand Japanese senior high school teachers in that period. Wow! From from Hokkaido to Kyushu.
1: So this is still on the intera- interact. Uh, also, is in the training kind of field as well. So that's kind of
2: yeah, of yeah. course, because I mean that's that's a part, uh, you know, a part of something that can be done. Uh, to help the uh, BOEs out. Yeah, so p-
1: people think Interact is just a dispatch company, but there's way, way, way more to it, right? So, kind of
2: feet branch. I really think it's a comprehensive educational organization. Yeah,
1: yeah. Some people just think, hey, it's a dispatch company, you have ALTs, but there's way more, right? So, you're training. There is. The ALTs. What, what else do they do
2: exactly? Well, for a period, they were into uh, ICT as well. Uh, they were uh, working with technology and uh, in, in the classroom. Uh, there's a, a, kind of a research institute that researches, uh, education and trends in education and so on. Um, there's an affiliated, uh, society. I mean, I guess that would be what you would call it. Then mm-hmm. uh, they have, uh, various speeches and stuff they give for BOEs. I'm not really a part of that. I just kind of know their activities yeah, from, yeah. Uh, seeing, uh, seeing the report, uh, there are various things going on, uh, I should say. Uh,
1: how about what do you think of what the ALT kind of position as a whole these days in 2018? Right? What do you think of being a jet a, a jet or or ALT in 2018? What do you what do you think about the position itself? How it, how it's kind of changed? How people think about it?
2: You know? hmm. uh, there's a lot of competition in the world for uh, language teachers, and uh, uh, ALT is one position. It's uh, it's a solid conservative position in the market uh, compared to teaching in other countries, which might be more developing. It doesn't have the wild West feeling perhaps that it had before. Um, and it's developing into a more professional role, I think. Um,
1: why do you think it has, you know, it's kind of this negative stigma online. Some people complain about, you know, mm-hmm. the pay and stuff and they don't think about it too much. Do you think it's just people's opinion or, uh, you know, People's expectations are skewed or what do you think makes the kind of negative opinion online? Sometimes happens when you talk about being ALT.
2: Well, a lot of people they have to really evaluate why they are in Japan or coming to Japan and what are the reasons they are coming here for? Are they coming for the right reasons or the wrong reasons? And there are people who come for the wrong reasons. Uh, and whether that's to escape something uh, in their life where uh, they hope that by coming here they'll they'll change the condition and somehow uh, mystically resolve issues that they have, uh, or by other reasons they might become uh, you know unhappy with with where they are, or what they're doing with their life, and a lot of people tend to lash out at what's closest to them, right? And so when you recognize the alt. Uh, I think the closest thing to you is your is your company or your job, and uh, so uh, it's just like any job anywhere. Uh, you know, some people are not going to get along, and then they will say things or write things online about uh, their experience. I think that's fine. Uh, I don't know if that really answers what what you're looking for. Um, I really think, you know, where's the person coming from? Uh, You know, uh, do they have a realistic expectation of what Japan has to offer them and the uh, requirements? And, you know, what is their motivation? What is their motivation level to to do things, to achieve things? Uh, Some people think that, oh, this is just going to be a... A really easy thing, and I'm just going to go play with kids, and then I'm going to go home and 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 hang out. And uh, you know, I'm going to watch Netflix and eat haichu in my apartment. Um, <laughs> and other people really get involved with what they're doing at school or really get involved with what they're doing in their community, and they build a life for themselves. Uh, and so, if somebody builds a life for themselves, uh, both inside and outside of work, they're probably going to be happy and if somebody doesn't do that and they tend to isolate themselves and i'm fortunate but i think that's a trend in the world that we're getting more and more isolated from other people um and when you come to japan this is a country where you can be really really isolated really quick if you want to right um almost to being like a hikikomori and you know um they can do that and He probably does something to to people.
1: I like what you said there. People that take the most, uh, people that get involved are the people that are never the people that are complaining, right? Because they're like having fun and, you know, doing their job to the fullest or something about anything. Yeah. Something that makes you feel satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: I mean, somebody can just do like uh, a halfway job of anything anywhere, right? Then I come across half the world just to do a halfway job of stuff. I mean, it's your life. Because are you going to be involved in your own life, or you're just going to let or be, a, you know, be a spectator to it? Uh, you know.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's get back on your career trail. So now you went to curriculum, and then what happened next? Because obviously you're not you're not with Interact now. So kind of let's talk about that transition.
2: You know, I did a lot of things, and especially uh, I, I've been uh, around different branches of the company. Uh, and, uh, one thing I did a lot of was kind of when one of our managing consultants, uh, MCs got, uh, ill, I would go fill in for them. And so I've been to a number of branches filling in and, uh, around the time of three eleven, um, there was a need up in Tohoku, uh, and a couple of our branches for support. So I was up there for 13 months and, uh, that was great. It was really great. Um, I saw a lot of really heartbreaking things, and, but I saw our teachers, you know, really uh, stepping in to help the kids. And, uh, you know, it's, when I think about it, I, I'm really glad. I went through, it was a really hard time, really hard work. And I know everybody that was there and is there now uh, in the Tokyo area, they're really great people. And uh, uh, they do their best uh, to help those kids and they really need a lot of help up there.
1: That's cool. And it wasn't like business as usual during no. those 13 months, right? It was a lot of like doing you know, other stuff, right? What, what kind of were you doing? Like, cause you can't just like, Hey, let's go to school.
2: Well, you know, a lot of schools were destroyed and, uh, you know, there's schools that were prefabricated schools built on the sports ground of other schools and uh, oh, wow. schools that had been previously halfway empty have another school or two schools move into the same building and. Uh, I uh, went to a lot of schools there, visited a lot of classes and observed a lot of teachers and uh, <clears throat> talked to a lot of principals and, uh, and met a lot of students uh, and so on. Yeah. Uh, various things to support what we're doing up there. And uh, I say get, getting people to go up there was a challenge.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to convince <laughs> that it's else, safe. Like, you know, yeah. something, well, yeah, it's safe. Yeah. And it, did you offer any? I, I always wanted to ask this. Did you offer anything for special for people that agreed the teachers would do that, right? Would you say, like, hey, we'll pay for, you know, rent or whatever? Or, or did you just, would you just like, you know, you have to, it was just normal. If you want to help out here, it's, it's rewarding to help out.
2: There's a little bit of that, you know, uh, volunteerism thing. For a very short period, there was a, a special program and uh, i think that was only going for like six months or something and uh okay we did bring some people over kind of on an enhanced package uh but okay but that only makes sense yeah it was a very short period uh you know basically only a few percent of our like total business was affected in the actual disaster zone itself uh but When you have an area that's as far flung over geographically, and uh, all those zones that were hit, you know, they're 30, 40, 50 kilometers from Shinkansen lines. Shinkansen lines are usually going up to Hokka, they're in the middle central valleys. And uh, so to get out to places like, um, kamaishi or kesenuma or um, miyako in you know, places that were heavily hit uh, it's gonna take two hours or more uh, to drive each way so just to see one teacher in a day you know, that's the whole day yeah yeah basic <laughs> yeah
1: that's cool. So then, and after then, so then did that lead you to your next uh, endeavor?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, it came back after that and, uh, was working, uh, you know, here in Tokyo in the head office. And I guess kind of fast forwarding up to last year, um, uh, Link Japan Careers was founded and, uh, I was lucky enough to move from Interact to Link Japan Careers. And, uh, uh, kind of say goodbye to Interact and uh, and join another startup operation, basically another company that was you know fresh. Uh, so I'm really happy there.
1: Yeah. So are these two companies comparable? I mean, it's kind of in the same kind of fields, or is it different?
2: And Interact is a comprehensive educational company, right? And uh, like Japan Careers, we're starting out now. Um, we uh, are basing our uh, products and services on a philosophy called cross-cultural design, uh, which uh, on our page at uh there's a tab under that about what that is. And uh, basically we are uh, aiming to have a kind of idea of accessibility and how to make things accessible to people here in Japan. Um, I could go on and on about it, but when you first come to Japan, a lot of things aren't really accessible to you, right? Mm -hmm. And there's nobody who's going to, uh, help you or, or tell you or guide you through certain processes or make certain vital products or services available to you. And that's the kind of design that we'd like to make. We'd like to make a one-stop shop basically where uh, someone coming in could could come to us and we'd offer them a a menu of different things that could help them get uh, set up in their life. Um, And whether that's uh, an onboarding service or whether that's um, uh, some Technology, or communications, or uh, housing assistance, or what various types of things, um, we can find sense Or even getting them a job. I mean, that's kind of half of the half of the whole thing is 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 employment and recruiting and finding people jobs.
1: So it's kind of like trying to. Smooth, smooth the transition from uh, from foreigner to foreigner working in Japan, right?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Cool, cool. Um, so is there anything you can share with us, like you're working on these days, that will example of that?
2: Yeah, I'm working on a uh, a SIM card project for the Jet program. Okay, and we have a really good deal on SIM cards, and we'd like to pass those on to Jets that are coming in. Uh, you can see our page here at Mobile dot link, L-I-N-K, hyphen J-C, dot C-O, dot J-P.
1: Yeah, I'll link that in the show notes page too. So this is an easy click uh, at altinsider.com. But yeah, so yeah, so I mean, that's something obviously a lot of jets worry about is uh, SIM cars, phone, all that stuff. So this is going to make that easier. That'll be right. a good thing.
2: Um, I don't know. Uh, we have a, a mobile phone rental program in Interact and that's set up and run by Link Japan Careers. And I was fortunate enough to be in that team. And that's quite a success. Uh, so, based on that success, um, you know, we got a lot of information from the teachers that interact and a lot of people asking us, "Can we get a SIM card, right?" Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, we're working with our uh, partner, one of the major major three telecom companies, the one with the dog. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we asked them, "Can you get us some SIM cards? We'd like to, uh, you know." Do some business with sim cards and so we put together this uh this package and uh we'd like to take this to jet program participants first and uh you know i'll be able to offer it to them i think we have a really good deal
1: um yeah and i've checked it out i'm checking out right now and looks like they get it at training
2: right yeah what can deliver at training um i is it going to be delivered exactly in the Kale Plaza Hotel? We need to discuss that with the Kale Plaza Hotel. <laughs> uh, okay. But it might be delivered, you know, uh, in a uh, rental business meeting room very close to uh, the Kale Plaza Hotel. Probably between, if I'm running it, it's going to be between uh, the Kale Plaza Hotel and Shinjuku Station. Uh, so, you, you know, up. block or two away. Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, during a training, so... It's real simple, reserve on our site. Our site's gonna open on the 18th and uh, reserve on our site and choose the, the plan. There's three plans there, uh, a light, uh, a regular, a medium one and a mega plan and uh, choose the plan and reserve it and through the system. And uh, we'll have the card there at, you know, at orientation and we'll tell you when and, and where to come pick it up.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's the one one worry gone, yeah?
2: Yeah. uh, There's a lot of uh, hassles, I think, to get uh, phones and SIM cards, really. Uh, Even if you're going to go to one of the MMBOs uh, and you're going to go into a uh, store like a a big camera or Yodobashi or something, you can't always count that there's going to be someone at the counter that speaks English. Or even if they speak English, that they're going to like you enough to help you. you might just remind them of somebody they don't like, and they're not going to exactly help you out so much. Uh, it's just my impression of how I, my impression of how retail phone stores operate is, um, you know, it's based on the motivation of the people working in the retail phone store.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, let's okay. just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so you can avoid all that with this, and that sounds pretty cool. That's right.
2: If you're on the JET program, you know, you're pre-approved basically for this. Um, the other thing is that, um, you know, we'll we'll get you the card and then we'll follow up and get your bank details and it'll run on a bank deduction. So no messy need for credit cards. Don't need to use an overseas card. Uh, don't have to take your bill to the convenience store. Uh, don't have to lay down a bunch of money up front. It's a good deal all the way around.
1: Yeah, there you go. And I, the most important thing is one thing not to worry about. You know, it's just cool. That's right. Um, so yeah, I'll put the link again in the, sh- in the show notes page altinsider.com dot for that. I want to know. I'm sure you thought about it because mm-hmm. I know you're covering your bases. How about like uh, you know another problem? Jets and every other people come to Japan worry about is the internet. You know, there's so uh, every situation is different. Sometimes you get internet two months after you get here. Right. Sometimes it takes a week. Have you got? Are you guys entering that market at all or thinking about it?
2: Well, uh, <laughs> it's interesting you ask. We have. Uh... In in the plan that we're offering for Interact, we are offering uh, mobile Wi-Fi. I guess if there were enough demand for mobile Wi-Fi, we could consider bringing that online. Right now, we're not planning to, uh, but we could. Uh, Are we going to offer, for example, like uh, Fletz lines, Hikari lines? Uh, I don't know right now. We haven't had that discussion. Can I point some people to uh, where they need to go or who they need to talk to uh, to get uh, set up with the internet uh, probably yeah definitely you know everybody i think after being here a while knows somebody in the internet industry
1: yeah i, just, I know so many people that are when they get to japan sometimes it's two months and it's not a, that's kind of too long way
2: for internet yeah, that's a bummer really you know but uh again it's the way that the telecom world is structured here um it's it is a case study in complexity
1: yeah, and uh, slow moving uh, yeah. results for sure. Exactly. Okay. so let's talk about let's talk about you. What um, how about what's your future looking like? I mean, you just started Japan, Link Japan, Japan Careers. Uh, now you're kind of not in the teaching world as much. You're kind of working on like you know the transition foreigners in Japan. Mm. Uh, are you? Would you say you're more in the sales side of things you're in the recruiting side of things now?
2: Uh, both. You know, uh, you know, one of my uh, assignments is the business planning section, and uh, uh, so we're working on uh, new projects like this uh, SIM card project. Again, <laughs> okay. I'm also working every day with the people in the retru- uh, recruiting and training group. Uh, I'm a uh, badge Google partner. And uh, so I'm uh, their advertising guy. Uh, basically I keep all their campaigns going.
1: Wow. So you you wear many hats
2: then. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. So um, what about, I got, it's, it's a working in Japan podcast. So I got to ask about that too, since you work in uh-huh. recruiting, especially, uh, can you give us any advice for finding a job in Japan? It, 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 what, what is something that maybe some, some advice you maybe not so common advice. Like I know, obviously the bit more Japanese, you know, the better, but is there any kind of special advice you'd like to give people trying to find a job in Japan that haven't been successful so far?
2: Well, I think if you're, if you're in the English teaching industry, the way to go is definitely into, uh, tech or it. And, for me, the basic of that is an understanding of analytics. Uh, so, the thing I recommend to everybody that asks me this very same thing: people say, "Hey, how can I and how can I do what you're doing?" I'd say go over to uh, Google Analytics and take their courses for their certification. It's free, right? Wow. And learn what that stuff is because once you put that uh, kind of thing on your LinkedIn or on your resume, you start seeing. Uh, start seeing jobs come in.
1: How important do you think it is to be in Tokyo or the big cities, right? If you want to be not an te- English teacher, is it extremely important or can you find work not in Tokyo?
2: That's a good question. I have been, uh, you know, in Tokyo now uh, over 20 years. So
0: uh, I, uh,
2: I can't really speak for uh, what goes on in other cities. I do know people in Osaka. I do know people in Kobe. Uh that are in different things. Uh, I think that the permeation of uh, telework is slowly increasing. Uh, Year by year, the percentage goes up a few points. So it'll hit a tipping point, I think, um, maybe at around 10%, it's about 5% now. Uh, It'll hit a tipping point around 10% where perhaps being uh, fixed in one location in Japan is not necessarily important or as important in this country they have high-speed rail and uh, you have an air system that's modern and, and robust you can be basically anywhere in the country in four hours if you really needed to uh, there's not any real reason to be fixed to one place uh, so i think in the in the near future it probably will not be as important to be in tokyo
1: that's cool okay uh, unless you know since the, i know you obviously you keep up with next and stuff and the 2020 olympics and all the changes to the lt world and all the more lts they're trying to get so it seems like a pretty good time to be to be doing what you're doing yeah it is that's cool yeah so how about, what did you think when they lowered the uh requirements like you don't have to be a native english speaker anymore do you think that's a good move, or do you fear that lowers the, you know, the compensation packages as well? What do What did you think when you heard that news?
2: Well, that's a very political question. Um, I better be careful here. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, depends on what your definition of native is, and uh, uh, if we're talking about uh, teachers from the Philippines, they ha- have a very high respect and a high level of respect from. Uh, from, I think, the industry and people in the schools. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I consider them as native speakers. um, because They're very, very good. And um, I think the next step is actually you'll see people coming. I I hope to see, actually, more people from other countries that we haven't considered to be so-called native, um, particularly Holland or uh, France or Sweden, uh, Germany, uh, countries that they speak English perfectly in those countries.
1: Yeah. I yeah. am um,
2: better than a lot of country, uh, native teachers that come from so-called core countries, United States, Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom. Uh, there are people, uh, you know, from those near Western European or Scandinavian countries who have amazing English. And, uh, um, also from uh, some Eastern European countries. Wow! You know, they 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 learn English from a very young age, and uh, you know even though they might be in Bulgaria or Poland or somewhere, but it's the EU now, so they can spend their summer in England. Mm-hmm. You know, or they can go to university in 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 Ireland or Scotland. I've met these people. Uh, they 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 speak English like a like a native, and you have to ask yourself practically, uh, outside of teaching some of the more complex areas of grammar, which these other people who are uh, are highly advanced speakers, they have a background in another language, so they understand grammar as uh, they understand grammar as as a second language grammar. Mm-hmm it does give them a certain advantage
1: oh yeah i think i agree I, I always say when people are trying to get on the jet program as, as a non-native english speaker i say that's the part you want to play up because you know right. how to learn it
2: right that's right You're that to
1: advantage. yeah that's
2: um, cool. and more so than than uh some core core countries uh speakers uh i think it, we might see those people i certainly hope so yeah
1: uh, that'll be good for Japan careers for sure, <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, uh, they're going to need these teachers going ahead with their uh, educational uh objectives in the country, and um, it, it's a matter of supply, it's uh, and how many people are out there that would be willing to come to Japan. Um, they're gonna have to go farther, I think, and uh, that's one area I see them going to.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I I learned a lot of this interview. It's cool to talk to someone that was you know started with the ground floor of Interact. So I guess I'll ask you one more question here. Um, uh-huh. Let's say I give you a magic wand, right, and you can right. change the ALT industry in one uh, way and however right. way you want. What would you do? What, what would your change be to improve things?
2: Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> it's complex. <laughs>
1: that's um, true.
2: The first thing that comes to my mind is I would like to have a, a, a licensing scheme. Okay. Uh, I like to give legitimacy to the ALT as a profession, by having a licensing scheme at a national level.
1: I like that too. That's a
2: good idea. And I, I think that if that, uh, were enacted and it's just like any other professional license in Japan, I mean, you have to get a professional license to be a barber, to be a home healthcare worker, um, Etc. Etc. A lot of things that are dealing with the public. You know, uh, you have to have a certain certification for it, and there's no national certification for being an ALT. Mm -hmm. And I think that having that would do a lot to advance uh, the position of the ALT.
1: Perfect answer. I like that. Let's end on that note, Uh, Brian. I give you one more. I'm going to send everyone to linkjapancareers.com. I'll send everyone to the SIM card link as well. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Last words, final words, the floor is all yours, whatever you want to say.
2: Uh, no, thank you for having me on. Uh, it's, uh, uh, I'm really appreciative. I really appreciate every ALT that's out there and that's worked with us or doesn't work with us or who may work with us in the future. Uh, you know, I think Japan really appreciates you and your work in the schools. Whether you feel like it today or not, they do. And um, thank you for being a part of of, of all this. And uh, I have nothing but uh, respect for the ALTs and much appreciation.
1: There you go, guys. All right, Brian, I'll let you go. Thanks for coming in today.
2: Okay, thank you, James.
0: I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you check out altinsider.com and for regular up-to-the-minute job postings check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan and good luck Gambate! Jobs in Japan
1: Come.